Man, this place is falling apart. We have a job to do now. Let's do it. Great googly moogly. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, as always, this stuff in lieu of actual entertainment. Alrighty then. Hello and welcome back. This is Storytime and I am Gamer Dude. Glad to have you with us for some more stories this week. Today it's going to be a kind of a weird episode. It's not going to be exactly stories. This is more of a stream of consciousness rambling kind of thing today. I guess it's because I've been in kind of a weird mood for the past few days. I've been going through old things and trying to throw things away and trying to figure out what to do with things I've held on to for years. And that's what this episode is about today. Holding on to things, getting rid of things, cleaning things up. It's something I've always had trouble with. I mean, going back to my childhood, and I've talked about this, we saved everything. The line I always use is, we didn't have two nickels to rub together. We got by as best we could every single day. Now, as a kid, I didn't realize we were getting by. Life was just life. It was just the way it was. I didn't really go without. My parents took care of us. But I didn't realize how much they stretched the dollars, how carefully they budgeted everything, and how meticulously they reused everything. I've joked in the past about my dad. He went to auctions. He went to garage sales. He bought things there. And we used it all the time. He would buy two vacuum cleaners at a sale. One might be a canister vacuum, one might be an upright, and he'd buy them both. And I'd ask him, Dad, why are you buying a new vacuum cleaner? We already have a vacuum cleaner. Well, you never know when you're going to need another one. And he would say that because the vacuum cleaners that we had were used vacuum cleaners that he'd bought at a previous sale. And we all know vacuum cleaners don't last forever, so they're going to die at some point. So my dad made sure that he had backup vacuum cleaners. My dad had backup everything, in fact. He had backup fans. We had a backup freezer that he picked up at a garage sale because you never have enough room to freeze stuff. If he had room, he would have had a backup washing machine. He didn't have just one hammer in his tool chest. He had four. He didn't have just one set of screwdrivers. He had six sets of screwdrivers. He didn't have just one ratchet set. He had five ratchet sets. And by ratchet, the ratchet where you put the sockets on so you can use it on nuts and bolts. They come in different sizes with all different sizes of the various pieces. The sockets, I call them pieces. He had mini ratchet sets. He had giant ratchet sets. I don't know what he was ratcheting or what he was expecting to ratchet, but he was prepared to ratchet anything. He had a quarter-inch drive ratchet. He had a three-quarter-inch drive ratchet. And I remember he had them all very clearly labeled on the shelves in his workshop. I also know that I have several of these ratchet sets myself for a couple of reasons, which I'm going to get to. But yeah, he had ratchet sets everywhere, hammers everywhere. He had a pegboard and shelving and a workbench, and drawers. He would buy cabinets at sales, and in those cabinets he would put shelves, and he would store boxes of nuts and bolts, fasteners, tacks, nails, washers. Whatever little part you could think of, he had them stored. Whatever little tool you could think of, he had them. And they were all very carefully organized, and if you needed a half-inch drive ratchet, you could find it. But it's the same thing with appliances, too. We didn't have just one oscillating fan. We had six oscillating fans. You'd have one in the family room, one in the kitchen, one in the bedroom. You had a couple backups in case one of those failed. We kids would fight over the other fans so that we could stay cool at night. And if fans came up at a sale, he'd buy more. Oh, a dollar a fan? Okay, let's get three. I mean, that was my dad. My mom also held on to things. And my mom also collected things. She loved her art. She loved her music. The stuff she held on to wasn't quite as functional all of the time as my dad, although, to be fair, she did have two or three brooms, two or three mops, at least two floor-buffing machines, 
Now, I'm sure my dad bought them for her, but she didn't get rid of anything. She would have one broom upstairs, two in the basement, I guess in case the broom wore out. We had a sponge mop. We had one of those cotton mops, you know, the one with the long strands of hair. That's what I always used to call it, the hair mop. Three or four mop buckets. So she collected that kind of thing, too. Although, I do think my dad brought that stuff into the house. Hey, honey, here's another broom. Oh, good, thank you. I mean, what do you say? What, another broom? My mother never said that. Oh, thank you. And we just added to the stack. But my mom held on to things like every brush that she ever used. Every paintbrush, every piece of pastel, every charcoal pencil. Even if it got down to the nub, she held on to it. Even if there was three bristles left on the brush, she held on to it. Whatever type of paint she was using, oil, watercolor, whatever, she'd get those tubes all the way to the bottom and then hold on to them anyway. I guess in case you could scrape some more paint out of it. I don't know. I'm not a painter. But she held on to those tubes, too. And she held on to every piece of artwork, which I understand. I mean, if you're an artist and you paint something, you draw something, you don't just throw it away after a couple of years. You hold on to it. I get it. But my mom was prolific. So she had a lot of paint and artwork. She had drawings, pen and ink, stencils, sketches. After the kids moved out of the house, my dad converted one of the bedrooms into her art room. And the walls were lined with her paintings. There were stacks and stacks of drawings and frames of stuff. I mean, not just stuff. It's paintings that she did, drawings that she did. She had them framed. My mom did art shows, so she would take her stuff out and hang it up. But yeah, she had lots of art and all of the supplies to go with it. But my mom and my dad, but my mom more so, my mom held on to things from school. And I don't mean my school. Of course, she held on to my stuff. Oh, look, it's Gamer Dude's kindergarten report card. Oh, you passed blocks. Remember that? Yeah, Mom, I remember. I built a tower. So yeah, she held on to that stuff. But when I say she held on to stuff from school, I'm talking her school. She made scrapbooks. She had things about her being in theater in high school. Her trip to New York City to see a play. Newspaper clippings about that stuff. All put into a scrapbook or a folder. And she had all that stuff. Boxes of it. And believe me, I understand wanting to hold on to the memories. I do the same thing, but I think that I do the same thing because my parents did it. My parents were big on sentimental value. If it happened to them in their lifetime, they held on to it. Now, pictures I get. You take a picture of yourself at Niagara Falls, on the Great Wall of China, on the top of Mount Everest. You take a picture, you hold on to that so you can remember. I get that. But if you're on the Great Wall of China, for instance, do you really need a handful of gravel from the Great Wall of China or from Mount Everest? Now, my parents didn't go to either of those places, but they went to a lot of places. And like when we were on vacation, if we found a piece of interesting driftwood on the beach in Virginia, we would bring that home. I told the story back in season one about my dad bringing those cattails or whatever they were, the plants from Georgia, when he posed as the botanist on the airplane. He had those. He had a great story to go with them. We used them in the house as a decoration for a while. But then when they got dried out or when my parents got tired of them, I'm not sure exactly why they stopped using them. But whatever the story was, they were done using them. But instead of throwing them away... They were wrapped up in brown paper and put up in the attic. How do I know this? Well, I didn't know it at the time, but I discovered after they'd passed, as I was going through things in the attic, I found these damn cattails. Now what the hell am I supposed to do with them? I remember the story. I've told you the story. But in reality, I had these six-foot-tall cattails in brown paper in the attic that were probably 20, 25 years old at the time, just sitting in the attic. So the reason that I started thinking about all this stuff today and have been over the past few days, actually the past few weeks, quite honestly, off and on for the past few years, 
is I still have a lot of the stuff that my parents collected. After they died, I did most of the cleaning out of the house. And I went through everything. And I saw every folder, every paper, every piece of driftwood, every piece of art, every tool, every screw, every nut, every vacuum cleaner. I saw it all. I went through it all. We did have an estate sale. We got rid of a lot of it, but probably less than half. And my brother and sister did come to the house and they went through things and they took some stuff that they wanted, but that was not a lot either. And I saved some stuff that I definitely wanted, but there was only like three or four things that I really, really wanted for myself that I wanted as a memento of the family house and of my parents. I mean, I have my memories. I have my pictures. I don't really need a lot of things to remind me of what the house was like. I have pictures. And as I was going through the house, and this is years ago now, guys, I was thinking about it. My dad died 15 years ago. It's been 15 years. And I'm still carrying stuff around from after my dad died, my mom died two years later. So it's been over a decade that I've got stuff still in my house from stuff that I cleaned out there. But yeah, when I was going through the house, I threw away all of the stuff that I knew was garbage. I wasn't going to save five vacuum cleaners. I wasn't going to save two freezers. A lot of the tools got sold at the estate sale, but not all of them. And I had baskets of tools. And when I say baskets, I mean like a laundry basket full of tools. I don't need five hammers. I have two, a 16-ounce and a 20-ounce. The 20-ounce is for heavier work. Not that I'm doing a lot of construction, but just in case. That's the kind of just-in-case for me. I have a functional tool that has a specific purpose that I may use. So I have a 16-ounce hammer and a 20-ounce hammer. I have a rubber mallet because there's times when you need a rubber mallet. And I have a wooden mallet because there's times when you need a wooden mallet. My dad had four of each of those. And after he passed and the ones that didn't sell at the sale... I had four of each of one of those. And I didn't want four of each one of those. I really didn't. Now, over the years since then, we've had a couple of garage sales. We've been able to get rid of some of the stuff. Most of the tools have been sold over the years. A buck here, a buck there. But I still have a lot of stuff. Like, for example, here's one that just popped into my head as I'm talking to you. My dad had picked up some flags. I believe it was at an auction. When I say flags, I mean United States flags. But these weren't little flags like you hang on your house. I mean, you can hang them on your house. But the flags are nine feet long. They're like flags from a business. You know those businesses that have these giant flags they run up the pole? The box has at least three flags that are nine feet long. Now, you don't realize how long a nine foot long flag is until you try to measure it and find a place to hang it. Nine feet long is huge. The other interesting thing about the flags is they're old. I mean, real old. They have 48 stars on them. Alaska and Hawaii were made part of the Union in 1959, so these flags predate 1959. They're beautiful flags. They're not nylon, they're not polyester, they're heavy-duty sewn flags. The flags have been around longer than I have, and a flag like that is not something you can just throw away. You don't throw away a flag. There's ways to dispose of flags if they're damaged or worn, but I can't throw away a flag. I was able to sell one of them at one of our garage sales, but I still have these huge flags sitting around in my basement. And what do I do with them? I don't know what to do with those flags, but it's stuff that my dad collected because he thought it would be cool, thought it'd be nice, thought he could turn a profit on it, and I've been holding on to them now for 15 years. But getting back to the other things that I've been holding on to, my mom's scrapbooks. I mean, my mom's been gone now 13 years, but I still have her stuff. Scrapbooks, art, writing, drawings. I still have it all. I had one of her college yearbooks. I contacted her college. I have my mom's yearbook from when she was at the school. Would you like it? Mm, No. They were very polite, but they said, "Mm, no, we have those. So what am I supposed to do with my mom's college yearbook? 
I have her scrapbook from high school that I was just talking about. What am I supposed to do with that? Nobody's around who wants it. And while it was important to my mom, it has no meaning to me because it's stuff that happened before I was around. She wasn't even thinking about me. She wasn't thinking about marriage. She wasn't thinking about college. She was thinking, this will be cool in my scrapbook. And so she kept it for years. Now, I know it's just paper. And it's a memory of my mom's, not mine. But somehow, in my psyche, the way my mind works, it's very, very difficult for me to get rid of that because it was important to my mom. An even stranger thing that I'm holding on to is a scrapbook of her clippings. And by clippings, I mean newspaper clippings. Back in the day, people would read the newspaper, and if they found an article, and that article was particularly interesting, or very informative, or just appealing in some way, people would cut the article out and put it in a scrapbook, and that's what my mom did. And she had a scrapbook of all of the articles that she found interesting. Again, it's her memories, not mine, but it was very difficult for me to get rid of that scrapbook. I actually did get rid of that one, but it took me years to get to that point, where I could just go, sorry mom, I don't need to save your newspaper clippings. One of the oddest struggles that I had going through their stuff, and I just did that this weekend, is going through their old computers. I shouldn't say going through their old computers because I actually did that years ago. My mom and my dad both had computers. Back when Dell was doing sales, my dad bought two computers, one for him, one for her. Monitors, computers, keyboards, the mouse, the whole deal. Which was great. They finally got computerized. This goes back 20 years now. But that's when he bought the computers, 20 years ago. Now, to their credit, those computers were still running. The 20-year-old computers still work. Now, I had bought a thumb drive, and I'd gone onto the computers and transferred all the files long ago. Which, by the way, is an easy way to clean up. Just transfer the files to a thumb drive and get rid of the computer. Except for the fact that they were my mom and dad's computers. That was the hard part for me. I remember my mom playing on her computer, playing her asteroids, playing her Ms. Pac-Man. I remember my dad on his computer doing his spreadsheets of his auction stuff. He did have some personal information on his machine. My mom had some on hers as well. So I didn't want to just get rid of the computers. But the other thing that kept me from getting rid of them is they were still functioning. I grew up in a house where you didn't throw anything away that was still running. Even if the vacuum cleaner was running at half speed, you still kept it until it stopped running. So I had these two computers sitting in the basement. I mean, you can't play games on them. I mean, you can play DOS games on them. And years ago, I had upgraded them so you could play World of Warcraft on them. But... With the games these days, you couldn't play anything on them. You could surf the web and watch videos if you wanted to, but you can do that on a Chromebook. You don't need a giant Dell PC to do that. Plus, they didn't have Wi-Fi, so you either had to hardwire them in or get an adapter. So I had these two giant computers sitting downstairs, two monitors to go with them, two sets of keyboards, two mice, just taking up space. I finally had to sit down with Mrs. GamerDude and I said, what should I do with these? And Mrs. GamerDude is good this way. Are you ever going to use them? No. Do you have all the stuff off of them? Yeah. Then what are you keeping them for? And I didn't have an answer to that. So, to protect the personal information that still may have been on there, even though I wiped the drives, I took them apart, took all the memory cards out, took the hard drive out, took the video card out. All of that takes up hardly any space at all. And I broke down the giant Dell boxes to get rid of the computers. But boy, it was a hard thing to do because it was my mom's computer. It was my dad's computer. I don't know, maybe I attach too much sentimentality to inanimate objects. I know a lot of people do that, but for some reason I associated those computers with my parents. Same thing with the tools. I associated a can of screwdrivers that I'd had from my dad's house with my dad. Because I remember how meticulous he was saving that stuff. And it wasn't that I needed the screwdrivers, I have my own screwdrivers. But it was because I associated those screwdrivers with my dad that made it hard to sell them at a garage sale. 
So going through all that stuff got me to thinking about all of the stuff that I save. Because I save stuff. And I save stuff because of my parents. I saw them save stuff, so I save stuff. Because you never know when you're going to need a whatever. I also save stuff because as a kid, as I said, we didn't have two nickels to rub together, so I saved everything because I had to. My favorite sweater, I held on to it. My favorite shoes, I held on to them. And so as an adult, I do the same thing. To give you an example, I have several bins in our little storage facility. Yes, we have so much stuff we rent a storage facility that's separate from where we live. I have a lot of stuff in there, stuff that I've saved from my kids. But also in this storage facility is bins of stuff that I've saved from my childhood and from my high school years and from my college years. And when I say bins of stuff, it's papers, it's mementos, it's souvenirs from vacation trips, it's signs that I had in my dorm room. It's every little knick-knack that I've collected over the years because they meant something to me when I picked them up, so I held on to them. But as you get older, do you really need a picture of penguins on the wall? Do you really need a poster of Murphy's Law? Do you need the plaque that says you won the 8th grade award for best in math? I mean, I remember the plaque. I still have the plaque. But what the hell am I going to do with it? My 8th grade best in math plaque. It's in a bin in a storage facility. I know it's there. Am I ever going to go look at it? I don't actually remember the last time I saw it. It was within the past year because I found it and went, oh yeah, look, there's my 8th grade best in math plaque. I have in storage a drummer's pad and drumsticks. I was never a drummer in school. I was a trumpet player, but I learned how to drum. I practiced drumming on that drumming pad when I was in high school. I once thought of taking drumming lessons. Did I? No. Do I still have the pad and the drumsticks? Yes. It was a possible hobby that I thought that I might pick up somewhere along the line, but I didn't. But I still have the drum pad and the drumsticks, and I haven't thrown them out yet. Should I? I suppose. Will they bring money at a garage sale? They could. Have I ever pulled them out for a garage sale? No, because I really don't want to sell them. That's my pad and my drumsticks, damn it. But then I think about the time I get hit by a bus. They put me in the ground somewhere. My kids are going through my stuff. Why on earth does dad have a drum pad and drumsticks? Throw it away. He didn't even play drums. And you know, that's the thought process that has got me motivated to cleaning more stuff out. Because I combine my process when I was cleaning my parents' stuff out and looking forward and trying to imagine what my kids will go through if they have to go through my stuff. Because that day is going to come. We all know it. Someday. With any sort of luck, 40 or 50 years down the road, but someday they're going to have to go through my stuff and get rid of it. Because they're not going to keep that. They're not going to keep my Murphy's Law poster. They're not going to keep my penguin picture. They're not going to keep my drum pad or my drumsticks. That's all stuff that means something to me but will have zero importance to them. And quite honestly, they should just throw that crap away. They won't remember that I was playing on a drum pad when I was 17 years old. Unless they're listening to this episode, they're not going to know that I had a picture of a penguin in my dorm room. Nor will they care. And even if they do listen to this episode, and even if they do remember that I once had a picture of a penguin in my dorm room, it's okay. Throw the picture away. If I haven't done it by the time the bus hits me, go ahead and throw it away. It's fine. I don't need the picture of the penguin, and neither do you. And you know what? That's a conversation that I wish my parents had had with me. I wish my parents had sat down and said, Uh, gamer dude, all this crap you see in the basement, you don't have to hold on to it. Yes, dear, it's stuff that's ours. It's memories for us, but don't feel obligated to hold on to it. If they'd have said that to me somewhere along the line, I would have felt a whole lot better about just tossing stuff in the dumpster back when I was cleaning out the house. This is going, this is going, this is going, that box is going, this box is going. I'll keep that folder. 
So I intend to do have that conversation with my kids if they're not listening to this episode. You do not have to save all my personal crap. It's personal to me. If it has some value, sentimental or monetary, to you, keep it. If it brings back a positive memory, keep it. But if it's something that you look at and you go, why did dad have this? Get rid of it. Just throw it in the dumpster. It won't matter to me at that point. You have my permission. Just toss it. The one thing that I have started doing as I get rid of stuff, especially the old papers, is I either take a picture or if it's an old paper or an old document, I scan it. One of the weird things that I was taking pictures of, wrapping paper. My dad had wrapping paper for every occasion. And this may sound weird, but he had some really cool wrapping paper. I know it's wrapping paper. You put it on a package, you rip it off, you throw it away. Nobody pays attention. We always used to pay attention to wrapping paper. It looked cool, we liked it, it was brightly colored, and if it had a unique pattern on it, we liked it even more. So years ago, I still had a bin of my dad's wrapping paper, but we were running out because we were using it. I would wrap stuff in it and say, it's gamer dad's paper. And the kids always liked that, they got a kick out of it. But we started running out, so I started taking pictures of the wrapping paper. And then I realized I can take pictures of all the stuff. That lamp over there, I don't want it anymore. It's taken up too much room, I'll take a picture. That tray over there, take a picture. Those documents that dad was saving, scan them. Now I have a file on the computer, get rid of the papers. It makes it a whole lot easier to get rid of stuff if you preserve it somehow. And pictures are a great way to go. So if you ever want to hold on to stuff, either your memories, your parents' stuff, your grandparents' stuff, take pictures. Take a picture of that little frog memento you bought down in the Everglades. Take a picture of grandma's spoon collection that she picked up at every city in the country. Take a picture of your mom's painting hanging on the wall. If you don't want it, but you don't want to forget about it, take a picture. Because if you have the picture, you can just go through the pictures and have the same memories without having to take up 12 shelves with all of the stuff. Anyway, that's going to do it for this week's episode. I appreciate you listening to me go kind of stream of consciousness this week, and I really can't thank you enough for listening as much as you do. I really do appreciate your time, and I really do appreciate your support. Until next time, you guys take care of yourselves, and I'll see you when I see you.